0: Hey guys, Hunter here. If you're like me, you've started to listen to uh, most of your podcasts on Spotify. And if you guys do, it would really help us out if you would leave us a review on Spotify. We've just recently gotten on the platform and we're trying to get our reviews up. So if you enjoy the show, uh, we would really greatly appreciate you going there and uh, clicking a a review for us. It only takes a few seconds and it will really help us out uh, with growing the podcast and getting the good word of health and fitness out. Now let's get to the show. And we're back with the Coyote Fitness Podcast. Hunter here with Caleb and Tyler coming to you from the Flowwood Studios once again. We are back in action in the home studios and we're excited to be here. Welcome back, Tyler.
1: Man, it feels like it's been so long. I'm so excited to be here, guys. What are we talking about today?
0: It has been so long. So (laughs) we are talking about the Open. And uh, this is coming out the week of the first Open workout and we're going to talk about um just kind of uh our thoughts on the open in general uh, what we think a great way to approach the open is and depending on you and what type of athlete you are what your goals are that type of thing and uh we're just going to talk all things open this week as we're starting the um i think it's the 13th year of the open so how many years have you done the open hunter 13 years every year
2: this is uh this is my ninth tyler this is my fifth all right we got a pretty wide range here
0: so I've, uh, I've done every open that they have, uh, done since 2011. So I've kind of seen the progression and, um, I think that the current iteration of it is by far and away the best, uh, iteration for everyone involved, people c- participating as well as people putting it on and, um, that type of thing. So, um, I'm excited for a, a fun year of the open this year and, uh, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be great. I think that one thing I really enjoy about this,
2: uh, and we can probably talk about some of the things we've seen change, but one thing that I feel like has made it really accessible for everybody is that it's three weeks long, and so mm-hmm. it really is three workouts and, you know, three Fridays in a row. You know, it's springtime when the Open has uh, always, except for those maybe one year or two years that they switched it to the fall. And so in the spring, there's just so much going on. You've got spring break, you know, families are going on vacation and the open is really about the average person. You know, it's about just your, your community in the gym and getting together and, and working and not being afraid to say, I'm going to give my best effort today. And so I feel like the five week thing, it really... It limited how much people really were able to participate because of that. But three weeks, I feel like it's a great time of year. Spring's coming around; mm-hmm. the gym is as busy mm-hmm. as ever, and so this is this is personally my favorite time of the year, just because of the weather change combined with coming out of winter time. You know, people are starting to get more active, and uh, so I'm um, I'm thrilled that this time of year is here.
1: Absolutely, and for me, this is uh, the open for me, as long as they'll continue to do it in the spring, will always be a benchmark for my coaching time. So my first full week of full-time coaching with Coyote Fitness was the first week of the Open in 2021.
0: Trial by fire.
1: Yeah, jump straight in, why not? Um, And so each time the Open comes around from an athletic perspective, you know, I'm looking to get better, um, see maybe, you know, my goal each year is just a little bit higher than last year, right? A little bit better right. than last year, but also from the coaching perspective, I like to look back and say, man, like what kind of changes in progress have I made as a coach? And it's just a cool way. Like I love setting benchmarks. So for mm-hmm. me, this is a, I almost have kind of a different perspective because all I've known coaching is like, this is my like time start. And so this is for me kind of like my year in my mind, like starting a new year. This is know, your and, year. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Th- this
0: is your year Tyler. Uh, so, um, we can you know we've we've gone in depth multiple times on this podcast if you want to go back and listen we've kind of talked about the iterations of the open and what we think about the changes As there's been a lot of different changes over the years but you know the very first year 2011 there was the open was six weeks long and they actually the first event they had a scoring scoreboard malfunction so the first event actually lasted for two weeks so it was seven weeks long and then they dropped it down to five weeks, and they did that for a long time. But five weeks was an extremely long time for people participating as well as people putting on the Open. So I really like the three weeks. It's I, I feel like it's a, a great amount of time to be able to uh, do the workout, have fun, enjoy it, and then uh, be done with it and move on to the next thing because, you know, you go start getting long four or, five, four or five weeks. It's just it seems like it takes forever. The other thing that I thought was really good is that it is just basically like Cut down to the quarterfinals, which allows a lot more people to participate in the online open, um, and they can do more advanced skills. And um, it's over. That's over a one-week weekend type thing, Um, but it doesn't cut down, you know, as drastically as Open used to. So, you know, basically, to make to the quarterfinals, you just got to get the top ten percent, which is really cool. Um, It allows a lot more people to move on, and then um, not have to. You know, it also allows them to make the workouts a little bit more accessible for everybody because they know. Um, at the next stage, there'll be a little bit more uh, advanced, a little bit higher skill. So I think, I think it's really uh, great for everybody uh, involved, especially people that want to do it but aren't really interested in, you know, qualifying or moving to the next level. They just want to do it just to do it and be a part of it so they can do it for three weeks. And then, you know, as a gym owner and somebody that has to validate scores and uh, set up, make sure the, the, the workout, you know, area is set up correctly and make sure everybody has a judge and that type of thing make sure everybody i got their workout in is a very very long and um draining process if you will so three weeks is uh for me is a great amount of time to do it so um well let's talk about um you know like i said if you want to if you want to listen to us go in depth on the changes and everything we can we can do that but let's talk about the open this year what, what are we thinking as far as for our our coyote members, and well as well as everybody else, what how are you guys planning on approaching it, and, and what's your general conversation you're having with members uh, when you're talking about the open?
2: Honestly, I think for for us at, at where we coach every day in Flowood, we have so many new members that this is going to be a brand new experience for. And really, the last three years has me the theme of the open has been so many people are doing their first open, mm-hmm. and so for us, I think the biggest thing we just try to focus on is helping people. Approach it in a way that helps, in a way that uh, they would approach a normal workout. In that, hey, this is a great opportunity to get a little bit out of your comfort zone. In that, there may be something that you have to acknowledge. All right, I can't do that yet, and that's okay. That doesn't mean you're not you're not going to be able to participate or even participate at the um, with the purpose of the entire thing. You know, the whole purpose of the Open is for us to be able to share and embrace the fact that we can all do the same workout, just modified to the level that fits your needs and your goals. And so this is an expression of that. And oftentimes with just the addition and emphasis on a leaderboard and talk of the CrossFit games and performance, it can really intimidate people and kind of push them away from why it started in the first place. And so I think we're just the biggest thing for us that seems to be the theme over the last couple of years is just really trying to encourage people to not put, uh, not put that on them to feel like, Oh, I can't, I don't need to do this. If I had someone tell me they were, they didn't want to participate and they said, it may be good to mention to some of the other classes that you're not going to hurt the gym score if you participate and don't do well. And it just hit me. I'm like, Oh my goodness. They're like, for people who are just listening and may not know, this is something where they may think that their performance is what the Open is, and it's really participation. And we've done a good job at Coyote over the last couple of years of emphasizing attendance and setting the benchmarks for consistency. And for us, just taking part is the point of it, and it's not necessarily the performance. So for us, that's kind of the theme and, and what I focus on this time of year because we do have probably you know close to 80 new people who are gonna be doing the Open for the first time, hopefully.
1: Yeah, hopefully. I'm I would I'm encouraging everyone to participate. The Open is for everyone. And, you know, we've got, you know, kids who are just now in the teenage brackets and then we've got people who are about to turn 70. And I'm in, they're both in the same class and I'm encouraging both of them to participate in the Open because they're both gonna have a different goal with it. Um, something that's really cool that I've kinda, we were having this actually just had this conversation in the last ca- class that I coached, um, that the Open, Uh, In Coyote Fitness, right, as we've grown and as we've seen our gyms develop and as we've expanded across the state, it's been really cool to use wad as a way to kind of keep up with people across the state. But I'm telling people, and we just had this conversation, that it's like the Open is a cool way to see fitness levels from all around the world. And so something that I think that the Open does a really good job of is highlighting the fact that this uh, style of fitness is for everyone that wants to participate in it and so the participation kind of like you said like kind of echo that is the point and it's you know who cares what your score ends up being who cares if you can't do double unders and that's what keeps you that's always just something to work for next year and so I think you know people um this kind of a flashback to um, competition that we had just a couple of weeks back the winter classic and people were like hey man like you know uh, why aren't you competing what are, you know why aren't are you you participating and for me like I like to use the open as the time to put some effort into fitness I was like well you know I like to do uh that's kind of my competition that I like to participate in that's the way that, so I think it's good for us to have something to look back on each year whether it's three workouts over 3 weeks or a weekend of a competition to say, hey, this is how I got better. This is a good benchmark, and then it gives you something to look for next year. So it's kind of cool to see. You can also spread. tell them that
0: Hunter wouldn't let you because you got to be the MC. For Dude, this. somebody's got to somebody's <laughs> got to
1: hold down the the vibes on the in, on the mic, man. It never
0: fails. Every year, people ask me if I'm competing in the Coyote Classic for the Winter Classic. Yeah, I'm like, same. well, I mean, I got to run it, so I'm not competing. But uh, so, anyways, uh, yeah. For me, uh, the Open originally was my competition, the thing I trained all year for to. Be able to qualify for regionals and, um, then super regionals and that type of thing. And then with the team, the same thing. And, you know, now I, you know, I coach, I still coach, uh, Meredith and get help her, you know, through the workouts and get a game plan for those and that type of thing, because it's the first launching point for her. But for me specifically, the open now is just an opportunity for me to participate and, uh, do the workouts and do the best I can and then move on, uh, to the next week. And even if I make it to quarterfinals, I wouldn't, uh, participate in the quarterfinals because, um, I know the toll that would take on my body and the amount of time and energy that it would take to perform all those workouts is just not something I'm interested in. Uh, but it's a way for me to do the workouts, participate with everybody else and kind of see where I'm at and move on, um, and not put too much stock in it. And I, I know for a fact, so many of us get caught up in the leaderboard. And that's something I struggle with for years and thinking that uh, people are going to look and see where I rank in the state or in the, in the world. Um, and think that, I'm. Um, you know, I, I can't qualify as a coach because I'm not fit enough. I didn't get in this percentile or whatever. And that's just not the case at all. Really, the only person that cares about your place on the leaderboard is you. No, I promise you, nobody's can look. I can't look it back and think, this is what place Caleb was in the state last year. This is what place Tyler was in the state last year, you know. Um, and nobody can think that about anybody. I can't even tell you what place I was in. And so, you know, I think we just get caught up so much on the leaderboard and what that says about us. But the reality is, it's is just an opportunity for us to, to do the workout, put a score in and move on. And at Coyote Fitness, we will do the workout every Friday. So if you come to class on Friday, you will be doing the workout, whether you submit your score on the leaderboard or not. Um, but you will be doing the workout. So for me, if, if I'm going to do the workout, I might as well participate and, and pay the $20 and uh, submit my score and, and, and you know, maybe five years, it'll be cool to look back and say, Hey, this is where, where my fitness was on this point at this point. But it's just a, you know, it's a, a three week kind of check in on your fitness, health and fitness to me is kind of where it's at. And also holds you a little bit accountable to make sure I need to be, you know, uh, in the intensity leading up to the open. Cause I know the workouts are going to be tough and make sure that you're, um, kind of getting ready to be able to handle those, those workouts coming into the, uh, into the open every year.
2: Yeah. I mean, I think it's funny this year, CrossFit released the, uh, like a worldwide, worldwide ranking system, and not a single person has come up to me and been like, hey, man, congratulations on your world ranking <laughs> for that. And it's eight years of workouts. This is a 13. Uh, how many years? 13 opens? This is the 13th for me. So yeah. that just means you've been doing these workouts for 13 years, all of that cumulative work and hard work. We do it because of what we believe it's going to help us Accomplish not on a ranking system, but in the world and the things that are most important to us our families, our jobs, um, our longevity. And so, I think, for like to your point, again, the conversation I have with a lot of people most often around this time of year is exactly that. Most people are paralyzed by the fact that they think everyone is looking at them. But we're all really concerned with ourself. And so that's one thing that, you know, when it comes to your fitness, if you can remember that, it can really unlock a lot of fun and a lot of enjoyment of embracing that there's always something to work on and we're never going to be perfect. You're never going to get a world ranking that's high enough to be satisfying. You know, it just can't happen. You're never going to be ranked. It's never going to... Unless you're number one. Unless you're, unless number, you're one. number one. And even if you're number one, studies have shown that the reason why people who when the gold medal and the Olympics are happy is because they didn't lose. Yeah. It wasn't because they won. It was because they didn't lose. They wanted to not lose. And so yeah. being driven, uh, I think in this, in this regard can, can be a great benefit. It can also be a curse. I you guess. know, what
0: I thought uh, just occurred to me is you said people are worried that other people are watching their score. And it's the same thing when people are worried of joining the gym in the first place is because they're worried that people are going to be watching them in the workout. And that's just, not the case at all because everybody is so focused on their own workout and getting through their own workout. They are um, just, you know, trying to finish the workout themselves. They're not focused on what everybody else is doing. And it's the same thing with the open. Everybody is so worried about their own, how they're going to do the workout, you know, what place they're going to get that type of thing. They're not thinking about what everybody else is doing. And so it's just the same, you know, insecurity that that we have joining the gym in the first place and just on a bigger scale because now maybe the gym is our comfort zone because we're used to coming in there and we know, we kind of know where we stack up and where everybody else ranks and that type of thing. And we feel comfortable with it. Well, now the open is a worldwide thing. And so now it's a whole much bigger scale and we don't feel as comfortable in that, in the huge ocean of the world, we feel much comfortable and much more comfortable in our small little pond. So we're not going to put ourselves out there anymore. And it's just such a, it's a bigger, it's just a bigger, you know, thing. That's the exact same uh, issue that we have. Everybody has when they join the gym in the first place. It's really, that just occurred to me. I thought that was funny.
1: Here's what I'm excited and looking forward to in the open this year. And mm-hmm. this is a call out to my people in Flowood. All right. There is a intramural open that's going to be going on, and I want a two Pete. I want flowwood to two peat. Never really heard gonna, a really a of two
0: peat. Two repeat. I think is what you would call it. You know, then it's going to be a three peat. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, repeat, then three peat. Repeat, then three peat. Or that's
1: a two peat. That's the motto this a two-peat year. A two
2: peat sounds like you lost. No, <laughs> it sounds like you're setting your
0: sights pretty low if you say two peat. A two peat. Well, two-peat.
1: and if you know, if if we do two in a row, then we'll worry about three in a row. But you know, this is a call out to the people in flowwood. You know, we've got a board sitting right above the water cooler and i think you know with the amount of growth that we've seen there's no reason
2: we can't fill it up well we can talk about that because a lot of people probably don't know what the intermeal open is but basically we just use this as a time so our coyote members you guys know we um you know we want to make sure we reward just the hard work and you showing up and just doing the work and so we we do points for attendance and just doing the workout that's the biggest point contributor to your team score We divide the teams up obviously by location and so just giving yourself an opportunity to go you're going to get a point it's not based on performance it's just you showing up doing the workout and so that's Mm -hmm. the majority of what the intramural open is about and you know there's very small relatively to the total points it is such a small you could finish number one in the gym number two number three you know they'll get some points but it really is such a small thing compared to just the overall attendance and i think that is just the theme of what the open's about in the first place. And so I think it provides good context for that. Um, You know, I think the conversation that a lot of us are having, you know, that we're having here and a lot of us are having in the gym is the open is an opportunity to embrace that. You're never going to arrive. It's just a continual work in progress. And every year, the open, almost every year, the open brings in something that you didn't expect something that wasn't in your just normal day-to-day workouts. And what that does is it creates an opportunity for you to challenge yourself in a way and to get out of the comfort zone and to embrace the fact that every single year, the Open reminds me that I have something I can work on. And that's the point. And so a lot of people are afraid of that. Their biggest fear is, oh, what if I can't do this very well? But the whole point, I think, and what even Castro, through the years of programming the Open Workouts, one of the things that he always wanted to remind people is that you never arrive. There's always mm-hmm. another skill to work on. And because of that, I think then you find a whole community of people who are surrounded by others who are saying, you know what, it's okay. I failed, you know, cause it, it you can never truly finish fitness. Like right. fin- fitness is a continuum. And so, uh, that's one thing that I love. I love embracing that. And
0: it's a total mindset shift from, what I think most people are surrounded in, in the world. The Enumeral Open is a great opportunity for people to, you know, be on a team of the other people at their location and try to win. Um, And to get points, all you got to do is literally show up and do the workout and submit your score. And then, you know, there's other ways you can do it like checking in or leaving reviews and stuff like that. And we'll have all the details on that for all the Coyote members uh, coming up in the, in the week leading up to the Open. Um, But it's a great opportunity for everybody to just um, participate and contribute, even though if you don't feel like you're going to have the best score in the gym, you can still participate and uh, contribute and be a part of it. And it's it's a lot of fun. And this is something we've done for a while now. And people really enjoy it. And they always are kind of on the fence whether they should do it or not. And people always tell me that they are so glad that they decided to sign up and do it because it's really fun. Well, let's talk a little bit about um, some strategy for people who are going to be participating in the open. And I think we can kind of break it down in different categories of people, um, depending on what your goals are, and just kind of give a you know a, a strategy breakdown of what, what the week looks like leading up to the open workouts. Um, maybe, you know, should you redo workouts, that type of thing. Um, and I think we can talk about basically three, three different kind of categories for me would be the person who um, is gearing up for quarterfinals, Um, that's really kind of their benchmark. They're getting in the top 10% is something they've done consistently. They're not worried about that. Uh, so that would be, I would call that a quarterfinal athlete and then, or quarterfinal slash semifinal athlete. You know, the open is, is kind of the first step. There's, there's no need to really, um, you know, you know, you're pretty easily going to move on to the next stage. So that's the first category. The second category would be the person who maybe their goal is to make it to quarterfinals. Maybe they were, you know, 80%, 85%, 89% last year, whatever. They were right on the cusp of making it to the quarterfinals and they really want to make it to the quarterfinals uh, this year. And so that would be the second category. And the third category would be the category I'm in, which would be, I'm doing the open for fun. I'm going to give my best effort. Um, But... I'm just going to do the workouts and move on, and no matter what happens, uh, that's going to be the end of of the competition season for me after the open. So, three different categories there. We they're they're each going to have a little bit of a different approach for the open workout. So, um, let's talk with let's start with the uh, the quarterfinal slash semifinal athlete. So, um, and you guys can can chime in or ask questions or whatever. But this is kind of I'll do a brief overview of how I would approach um, the open for these type of people. So these people are the ones, uh, in my opinion, are the ones that probably are the happiest about the, um, the open changes because it takes so much pressure, uh, and stress out of the open. Um, if you know, you're going to get top 10% in your region fairly easily, um, and move on to quarterfinals, then you can train throughout the week as normal, treat it like a normal training day. I definitely would do the workout first on that day. I don't think, Um, it would be wise to do a whole bunch of training and then do the open workout, but I would do the open workout first that day. And then if you wanted to do some extra training afterwards, um, I would do so, but I would treat Friday, do the open workout on Friday, treat it like a regular training day. I don't even think like you would need to really deload a whole lot the day before just train. Train normally throughout the week. Just do the open workout first on Friday and then move on with your day and then, you know, start gearing up for quarterfinals after the three open. So, like I said, that's um, people who are pretty much guaranteed to move on to the quarterfinals. Just treat it like a normal training day. Do the open workout first that day and then move on to the next thing.
2: I was just one note that I'd say about that, too, is, you know, the quarterfinals are coming up you're gonna the big thing about the quarterfinals is that most of it is a multi-workout day and so even with the open one thing that I think is a great approach is the day you do the open workout to also have another session after that and use that almost as a practice for doing two workouts in a day Um, you know the open itself is going to be is is that one you know it's one workout when you get to quarterfinals and you have two it's going to you know, it's the three weeks that are coming up before quarterfinals. And so Mm -hmm. if you take three weeks and change back in the day, you know, if it was five weeks, it was even more. But if you take three weeks and deload so much to try to perform in the open, then all of a sudden the three really important weeks before where you want to perform. And really it's four because you have a week off before the quarterfinals. yeah. And so in the quarterfinals are on the weekend. So you really are taking, you know, that really important training peak time and uh, and lowering the volume when you're getting ready to have a little bit higher yep. volume. Yep. So that's another note that I think is, is a good touch is you
0: relax the open workouts done. You really can enjoy your training. You have a whole nother week. to and, and if you're following the coyote compet, uh, competition track, um, all of this stuff will be built in. So you don't have to, to think or worry about it, but you, you know, the, the, uh, the competition track is supplemental to the class workout. So you'll do um, if you are one of those athletes and you're following the competition track for the, for Coyote uh, Fitness, you will just do the, the class workout as normal on Friday, and then you'll do the extra work afterwards just like any other day. So it'll be pretty much a typical training week for you if you are in that category. So the second category is people who their goal is to qualify for quarterfinals. Like I said, maybe they were on the cusp last year. Maybe their goal is to make it this year, um, and they've been training for that. And so this these are the only people that I would recommend considering redoing the workout. Nobody else, none of the other two categories I would consider even think about redoing the workouts. Um, but if you are one of those that maybe you were a percentile or two off in last year or you expect to be right on the cusp this year, you know, a few reps here and there can make a big difference. So I would um, consider um, if you feel like you needed to do them twice, this, this would be the only group that I would do that. So I would do Thursday, I would really um, do an active recovery type day, really back off, maybe do the sweat version of the workout that day or just keep the intensity low in class on that day. And I wouldn't do any extra work on Thursday, rest up and then hit the workout really hard on Friday. And then depending on how you felt, if you felt like you need to redo it on Monday, I would do so. And if you are planning on redoing, I would do a light training day on Saturday and then um, off Sunday and then do it again on Monday. And so this, for those type of people, you got to think about this really is kind of like your season. This is the stuff you've been training for all year. So you want to really try to prioritize the workouts and give them your best shot so you know you're not really going to be making a whole lot of progress in these three weeks because um in the gym because your goal is just you know this is your season this is the time you need to perform so these are the only people that i would consider redoing so uh just to recap monday tuesday uh so leading up you know this coming week i would do monday tuesday regular wednesday regular as well thursday active recovery or sweat or really light workout and then do the workout friday and then light workout Saturday, off Sunday, and then redo the workout Monday if needed. Um, and then get back to your regular training Tuesday, Wednesday, the next week. Really light on Thursday. And then same thing again on Friday. So three weeks of that. So those these types of people, like this is your season. This is what you train for all year. You're really trying to make it to the next stage. You're not sure if you are or not. Those are the only people that I would consider um, redoing the workout twice.
1: Yeah, and if you're like me last year and one of those workouts was one of those days where um, anything could have happened and anything that could have gone wrong in a workout did, you know, you may find that uh, there's one certain thing that, you know, a couple days rest and try it again may actually help improve your score.
2: What do you think, Hunter, and you you know, I remember when I first started at the gym, my first two weeks at the gym was an open where you were qualifying for – Regionals And so the seriousness of that, you know, that intensity was really fun to watch. And that was one where you were in that category because it was a little different stakes mm-hmm. um, where everybody was redoing the workouts yeah. two and three times, um, maybe more. But, uh, you know, for yeah. sure, two or three times. And with the volume, that wasn't a huge thing. And typically, though, you would say that people, I think, in my experience, are able to do better the second time oh yeah and and part of that is because you you know what's about to happen you kind of know where is it going to get tough what can i be thinking you know what am i looking for i'm not going to get shocked by this and the other thing is you know how to pace a workout because you're not you know surprised that oh this is longer than i thought or oh this is shorter than i thought i need to push a little more just with that knowledge on your own you're going to be able to get get better on it and so Uh, in your experience, was that something that you think with people who are going to try to redo the workout, what are some things that you think about getting ready for that second time? Yeah.
0: In general, most people will get better the second time, um, because you know what to expect, you know how it feels, you know how to break things up. Um, if you are going to repeat it the second time, I would really have a very solid game plan. You should know exactly how you're going to break everything up. Know exactly how much rest time you're going to take. Literally, have somebody there with a stopwatch timing you, telling you when you need to be resting, telling you when you need to when you need to be going again. Have your workout breakdown already there. You should know going into it about what you can expect to get uh, the second time. And then, you know, there were times when I redid a workout and I got into it and I just didn't have it. You know, I hadn't fully recovered from from the the time before. I didn't have the intensity and I wasn't able to improve but I would say the majority of time that I did redo one, I got better because I knew what to expect. I knew how to break things down, break things up and that type of thing. And you kind of have an idea of what you need to get. So I would just say really have a really solid game plan, have somebody that's going to hold you accountable to your rest time, have your splits broken down and uh, make sure you do it. And if, if you are one of those that you think you're going to have to redo it, I would video it the first time. So you can kind of review the video and watch it and see uh, how you can improve and what you need to do to get better on it. But, um, biggest thing is just going into the second time with a, with a strategy. Um, you've already done the test once you should know exactly how it feels and what to, what to expect from it. There shouldn't be any surprises. And then the only thing that could throw you off is if you just aren't fully recovered and you don't have uh, the juice that you had the first time. So, um, if you are one of those that is going to redo and you need some strategy help, I'll be happy to talk to you and kind of, we can talk about what went, what, uh, what could have gone better on the workout and, and get a game plan for the second time through on that. Um, So, uh, the last group would be, like I said, the group that I'm in, the group that's doing it, um, just to participate, have fun, do the workouts and move on. These are the types of people that come in and do the class workout four, five, six days a week, maybe less. And, um, that's all you, you care to do. And so for those people treat it like any other day. the only thing is just make sure you're hitting your standards. Make sure you have a judge, um, enjoy it, have fun, post your score and and then move on to the next, to the next week. So I wouldn't change anything else about your training of the week. Um, I, w- if, if for me, for instance, I'll probably do the sweat version of the workout on Thursday, just to uh, rest a little bit more going into it, or just drop the intensity down a lot on Thursday, just so I have hundred eff- percent percent effort on Friday to give. But other than that, I'm not going to change anything else about my training. I'm just going to do the workout on Friday with the class with everybody else make sure i have a judge submit my score and then move on to the next thing and that's what i would recommend and this is going to be the majority of people uh that do do the open they're doing it for fun you guys are doing it for fun do the workout on friday in your class enjoy it maybe have an adult beverage afterwards to celebrate and uh and move on
2: immediately afterwards like within five (laughs) minutes it is a i really highly recommend that Yeah. one thing i was going to say too that this is a great time of year also to Where I like to focus a little bit more on mobility than I normally would. And part of it is just because workouts are harder when you're not moving very efficiently. And so sometimes this is an eye opening experience for people. So let's just take everyone's favorite wall walks. Um, Let's say wall walks are in the workout. That's gonna be a great day. You know, the day before, that's gonna be a great time to spend 20 minutes doing a full shoulder stretch, T spine, you know, upper back, taking some time the night before. Get on a lacrosse ball if you wouldn't normally do that on just your given Thursday and see how your body feels. And that may give you that that reward of, oh, wow, I'm able to get a lot further easier or that thruster is a little bit easier to, uh, you know, to lock out up at the top. All these different things can give you those um, give you that like that positive feedback affirmation of. Habits like mobility and how much it can affect your workout the next day. Mm. So this is a time where I really try to emphasize that because I don't want to um, go into a workout and be tight and you know have the first half of the workout just trying to loosen up a little bit. Yep. So uh, even if it's not in your current routine every single night, that's not realistic for most people. But the reality is, I think you can make, uh, you know, you can significantly uh, improve how you feel and your performance just by taking 20 minutes the night
0: before in uh, that Thursday and doing a little bit of extra mobility work. Yeah, extra mobility work um, is always a good idea, and it's never not a good idea in my opinion. So if you got some extra time or you want to improve your performance, um, doing extra mobility is probably the best thing you can possibly do for that.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, if, if you don't have a certain skill movement down, sometimes um, it's not necessarily – you know, number one, repetition is going to help you get a skill like a double under. But when it comes to things like a wall walk or uh, maybe even a gymnastics movement that you can do, but maybe you're just not super comfortable doing it well, a lot of times it's more so that positioning and that mobility. And there's been a a few people at the gym that we were having that conversation of, like, their biggest win this year is that their mobility has improved. And so they have, like, kind of had a bad taste in their mouth from, specifically like a wall walk from last year. And so they're like, you know what, man? Like I've really been working on that overhead mobility. If wall walks show up, I'm ready this year. And so that's cool. It's cool to hear like that kind of preparation and and that just that just shows that, you know, year in, year out, there's always something that you can look look at and, and work towards. So definitely. That's, that's cool.
0: Absolutely. So um we're looking forward to the open this year. It's gonna be another fun year. Um, you guys got any, any final thoughts on the, uh, 2023 CrossFit open before we, uh, move on to outside the box. I'll get back to you when I see the workouts. Yeah. 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 We'll see. Uh, hopefully, uh, think everybody will be prepared for the movements and it, it should be a lot of fun. But, uh, final word would be, I encourage each and every one of you, if you're on your fence, if you're on the fence to do it, I would recommend do it. Sign up, submit your score all three weeks and just have fun. and Don't put too much pressure on yourself because, it's not going to matter when it's over with. So um, with that, let's move on to the next segment, Outside the Box. So we are in the midst of February. The weather is nice. We had our first round of crawfish a couple weeks ago. It was delicious. Looking forward to another, another round of crawfish soon. Um, you guys have anything particular you guys want to talk about um, outside the box?
1: Well, yeah. Um Cassidy is doing a competitive dog obedience uh, competition this weekend. It's called uh, Rally, and so her and Camp, our youngest dog, whom she has been working really hard with, um, is going to go do a uh, obedience competition this weekend. And so, wow, fun competitive
0: fun. obedience. Yeah, competitive and you over. thought the open was bad. Yeah, it's, Tyler, <laughs> I bet she's got you trained up in that too, <laughs> don't you? We're it's, boom. Yeah, there's <laughs> a.
1: That's, you know, that's a work in progress. Um, you know, there's certain certain things that we're all better at, and, you know, mine's not following the rules or paying attention to absolutely anything, but Camp's really good at it, so they're going to have fun doing that. Uh, so, I'll be excited to support her in that this weekend.
0: That's uh, that's exciting. So, uh, I uh, I just became a uncle for the third time, so congrats to my brother and his wife for having their son. Um, so that's uh, something exciting I got going on outside the box, and uh, I'm looking forward to um, I'm looking forward to spring. Like Caleb said, I love this time of year. It's my favorite time of year. Well, you know, I also love fall too. Every every time fall comes around, I love that. Just but I love life. I love life. now that I think about it, summer's pretty good. Summer does get a little hot, but it. Um, so, anyways, uh, I love this time of year. Uh, baseball starting up um the weather's getting nice it's a great time to spend time outside um just really looking forward to everything uh going on um yeah in outdoors this is the outdoors time of year and i'm looking forward to it we're going to our first and only
2: mardi gras parade this weekend uh we're going to go down and visit my nieces and take them to a really small hometown parade in abita springs uh so that'll just be a quick day trip um I, don't know. I, I always might get rowdy. Here's what I do. I always take this time of year just during the Open and the quarterfinals because I love it and it's fun. And so I, I typically pass on the alcohol for for the next month or so. Um, and it's not a part of like a normal routine weekend. But this is just again, the mobility, the alcohol, the Open always brings out just some of those little habits that maybe aren't sustainable all year long but for a small amount of time before the spring and summer get going i try to really like dial in the nutrition and and a lot of that so uh that's one reason why i like this time of year but we will be we'll be in abita springs and probably not partaking in much uh, abita uh beer this weekend but that's it heard
1: the root beer is fantastic that's
0: right the abita root beer i'll give you guys a review next week all right sounds good well uh any recommends you guys have i uh I'll tell you what, we're re-watching Game of Thrones. This is the fourth time for me, and I just love it every time. It's so good. I just get into it and can't stop. And so I recommend, if still, if you have not watched Game of Thrones, uh, watch it because it's, to me, the best show ever. Um, I love it, and uh, we're on season four right now, and uh, we'll be done probably the next time we shoot episodes because we're just rolling through it. But look forward to watching it every night once I get home. So re-watch it again if you haven't.
2: My recommend is uh, a... Throwback to the CrossFit Open announcements and what they used to be. I, you know, to me, my one of my first experiences at Coyote was joining the gym, doing on ramp, getting through the first two weeks, and then oh, the opens here, and everybody met up at the gym on Thursday night, and we watched this guy that I had never seen before in my life you know, kind of weirdly go through and talk about what the workout was. And I just caught myself getting so nervous Mm -hmm. just listening to 10 reps of and then just a pause. And it's like that was so enthralling to me. And it's one of the reasons why I love uh, I love exercise. And it changed a lot of how I feel about exercise. But that excitement um, is really nostalgic for me. And so now that things are a little bit they're done a little bit differently, uh, I like to go back through and at least for new people, just kinda like share a little bit of history with them of the open and have them go back and look at some of these announcements. And so I've done that with a couple of our coaches that are newer and this is gonna be their first open. And we've gone back together and watched some of the open announcements. And it really does kinda, I guess it brings up a lot of good memories, but it's a really entertaining product and I think it's a fun a fun thing to do. So if you haven't, you're sitting on the couch, YouTube, uh, Go through the CrossFit open announcements, pick out a random date, anything eleven through twenty two point one through five and uh type it in and see what an open announcement it was and what yeah. Castro was wearing.
1: It was yeah, I was gonna say pay attention to what Castro's wearing. And his hairstyles. <laughs> and his his hairstyles. hairstyles
0: changed every year. So
1: um so we were talking before my quick recommend and it's not necessarily a family watch, but Theo Vaughn, regular people, uh, I used to be really big into stand up and I think he's probably one of the funniest people uh on the internet and tv now so uh theo von regular people if you haven't yet
0: all right well there you have it well uh good luck to everyone in the crossfit open this year we'll be cheering you guys on and uh we will catch you next time